And we should be live, finally! Hello! Welcome back to Uncanny Adventures, Call of Cthulhu, The Wretched West. Sorry for the delay, my internet decided to explode at 6.59pm, and it took forever to come back. So, uh, we are back with our intrepid investigators. Uh, we're going to say hello to them again real quickly, and then we're going to jump back into the action and see what happens. So, we will start again this week with Lucas Kelts. Hello. How is everybody? I am the Celts. Um, I'll be playing Lucas, who apparently we decided after the last session is a very tiny uh, outlaw gunslinger. So um, we'll see where that takes us today. And Hudson. I'm Jamie. I'll be playing Hudson Devereaux, the deputy sheriff in town, who is basically the exact opposite of Lucas. He's built like a brick house. Excellent. And how about Delilah? Hi, I am Theater Nerd, um, and I'm playing Delilah, the entertainer with a soft spot for the man that we're running off into the woods for. Excellent. And Jeremiah. And I'm Dylan. I'm playing Jeremiah Brown, man of God. Hello, man of God. Yep, that's me. All right, so... Last time we met our investigators in the small town of Pawheaton that is located in the Dakota Territories and it is an up-and-coming mining town and there are two town bosses who currently sort of control everything in town. One is Mr. Stratton and the other is... Mr. Pennebaker, and we had some action going on in uh, Mr. Stratton's bar saloon. There was some kind of issue with one of Stratton's men. He went a little crazy, and he went after Jeremiah, which led to a bar fight and a whole lot of craziness going on. And the little prospector, Jed, who had come into the bar for a drink, took off during all of the action. And when Delilah chased him, unfortunately, he did not stop to explain what was going on. He just made a run for it. So our intrepid investigators have decided to go after Jed and see if they can't figure out what is going on with him. So when we last left you, you all were making preparations to head out after your good friend Jed. <laughs> so where do we find you as this starts? What are your preparations? What are you doing? So I think Delilah actually would have gone back to her room. Okay. Because I think for occasions such as this or days she just wants to go out riding because she can, mm -hmm. um, she actually owns a pair of pants. And so she probably is still wearing the skirt around the pants, but she has the pants on because it just makes riding more comfortable and easier. Because um, she's a little bit of a rebel in a lot of sense of the word. Um, so that's what she's doing. And then she probably goes and um, tacks up her horse and, or the horse she's borrowing from 
his name escapes me. Jack? Jack. Mm -hmm. Jack Stratton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Two weeks, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Two weeks, yeah. All right, so you you head over. Uh, Jack tells you he will pay for your horse over at the livery. And so he does, in fact, uh, all you have to do is mention his name. And they will give you a healthy-looking mare to uh, to take with you out to your destination in the hills. Um, once the, she gets picks up the horse, um, she'll probably actually just hitch it outside the saloon until they're ready to go. Okay. Excellent. And uh, looks like Scott has donated some natural twenties. Oh. For Jeremiah and Hudson. Wow. Hey. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> oh, Kelch, you're muted. And we have some from last session too. Yes, don't we? they are oh, on the they are on the overlay. So. Okay. Okay. They are still there. Nice. All right. So Delilah prepares herself for this journey. Um, do we know how long we expect to be out there? Um, so Jack can tell you, Delilah, uh, if you check in with him since he sells a lot of these claims and things like that. Uh, Jed's claim is it's up the creek. Uh, so it's up Muskrat Creek about maybe 10 miles by horse. Um, by horse, it would be with the landscape and stuff. You, He tells you that you could probably get up there uh, in about two hours. So, um, but if the, if the pastor needs to take a mule, you might need to add a little time. Since he seems to be a little uh, uncertain about the uh, whole uh, riding the horse bit. <laughs> so I saw you said it's two hours to get to his claim. It should take about two hours by horseback. It might take okay. you about two and a half if you take a mule. Okay. Not that bad. And the only other thing she's considering grabbing would be like a bedroll and that kind of stuff just in case we can't get back. Or can't get out there. Okay. And that's easy enough to uh, to get your hands on if you uh, ask Talk Jack. Or some of you actually will probably have things like that just stored up. Like the uh, Hudson and Lucas definitely has spent a lot of time on the road. So probably has gear for traveling. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of my gear is already kind of attached to my saddle and riding setup. So bedroll, water skins, canteen, and all that kind of good stuff. So excellent. So um, once you got, oh, go ahead, Hudson. Hudson. So he already went back to the jail. He has his two handcuffs, his long rifle, and then his two handguns. And he's probably just waiting for everybody else and trying to patch up his busted lip. That is fair. So why don't you, Huston, while you're patching up your busted lip, roll me a first aid to see how well you do on patching up that sucker. Now, if the, past, if the pastor's around, he can give you some help. He seemed pretty good at uh, battlefield triage. I'm probably not around. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Where's Jerry when you need him? <laughs> that's why he's not around. First <laughs> roll. Ew. Oh, that's not actually, that's not that bad. It's not too bad. I mean, you do have luck, right? 14. I have now. to see how much luck I have. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Which for those, I, I don't know about if Kelts and uh, Brooke, 
your experience, but if you uh, roll a roll, anything but sanity, if you roll and you get a fail, you can spend luck to make it a success, but then use, your, your luck goes down. Luck. I'll use the luck. I have a decent store stashed up. All right. All sounds right. good. Nice. So you will spend 14 points, which will get mm -hmm. you a success. So then you get to roll a D3 and heal some hit points. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. Oh, I man. It. Jamie, it starts again. Did I not call this in our, our chat that we were going to have a rough go of things? I'm going to make a sacrifice to the world 20 gods. Change your dice color. Change your dice color. I hear it works. <laughs> Is it like dice jail? Basically, <laughs> yes. Essentially for roll 20, yes. Excellent. So, um, so you all make your preparations and uh, eventually meet back up at the Paw Heaton Original, ready to uh, ride out this afternoon and try to catch up with Jed, who has yeah. headed north. Is there anything else you want to do before you head out of town? I think I go back to my place, wherever that is. You probably have a tent, or you could I be- probably have a tent somewhere, You yeah. could be staying in like the you know, like renting a room or something from somebody, because there are buildings that have been built in town. I think I probably have my own tent. I don't think okay. I want to work uh, But I get some books, I put them in my satchel, and I go back uh, with my new mule, whose name is Sancho. And uh, yeah, I head back to the Fallout original. Because I think these books might come in handy, given that whatever made the the one dude go crazy it was evidently this native american sap thing mm -hmm. so yeah i just want to make sure i have stuff on hand so we don't have to do a two-hour ride to do research or something all right so everyone else so uh does anyone else have a name for their horse before you head out i'm just curious yeah i'll be riding on boss on boss <clears throat> And I'm riding on Sable. Ooh. I'm sure Delilah heard the name, but that's not Delilah's focus, so I'm pretty sure it went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> Delilah probably just says it's a horse. <laughs> or or she, she calls it uh, Jed. Inadvertently multiple times. I like it. Um, but before we go, she's going to pour everybody what would be like the equivalent of a shot of whiskey and be like, well, are we gonna do this? And she'll like hand one out to each of you. Hudson's gonna look and go, you didn't put any of that sap in here, did you? I didn't put any sap in, in anyone's drink to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll, <clears throat> before I shoot it back, I'm gonna stick my finger down and kind of <laughs> go around the bottom and, and down the hatch. All right, everybody drinks their their shot. No one tastes yeah. any excess uh, sap. It tastes like a good good solid shot of whiskey. Um, and Lucas, as you're getting ready to go, uh, Jack will come up and he hands you a uh, kind of hand sketched map, and it's got a little marker that, and he says, "This is the town." There, you can see a line heading up northward. He's like, that's Muskrat Creek. He's like, Jed's claim that he purchased from me 
is here. And he points, and there's a little rise, and you can see, you know, it's a good distance from town. And he's and he says it's just on the the lower slope of uh, the lower part of Granite Peak. So if you follow the creek up, you shouldn't miss his uh his claim. And he hands you that little sketched map. What's the terrain like going up there? Is, it, is there covers or is it is it out in the open? What what's I never been up there, so you kind of excuse my ignorance of the layout. But he says uh it's it's pretty uh like hilly going into some uh heavier rises as you get closer to uh granite peak and humboldt mountain beyond but there's uh some decent decent amount of tree cover as you go up onto the slopes uh the creek uh, is, if you follow it there's there's trees but it's not dense foliage but if you're coming up uh he may not see you until you're you're within a few hundred yards of his place from the tree cover along the side where he's at Appreciate that. Thanks, Jack. Nope. So before we go, may I suggest that I be the one that that we all get decently close, and I be the first one to approach him? If you think that's wise, yeah. I mean, he was always <clears throat> my favorite patron, and I think he... Well, let's just say there's something there, and that I might be able to use that to gain information on what the heck happened. But I'd appreciate you being within, like, close running distance, or at least shooting distance, should anything happen. That's going to be about 80 feet. 80 yards. Yards, probably. So hollering range. Right. Yeah. Well, okay, you come running if I start yelling. Got it. You got it. All right. You can have your alone time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. Oh, my. Coffee. <laughs> I was going to say, normally I make people pay to uh, to partake in such things. It'll be free on the house tonight. Mm-hmm. With that, you all collect yourselves, head out, mount up on your horses. The pastor climbs onto his uh, his little mule, Sencho, and you uh, turn and head out to head up along the creek to go find out what is going on with Mr. Jed Fincher, the prospector. Ed. So. Come on, Ed. Yeah. As you uh, go out, I would like everybody to give oh, me no. ride checks. Oh, no. <laughs> damn it. Did I put points in ride? I don't remember. <laughs> I did make it one of my skills. I put points in ride, but who knows how that's been rolling lately. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, oh, wow. I, Come I, on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, what in tarnation are you all doing back there? I, did I not call this before we started? I'm like I'm on so the mule sorry. backwards. <laughs> Is that how you do it? He's got I'm gonna a book kind of out. circle boss around like <clears throat> a couple of times, kind of like it's okay, it's okay, boy. Had him calming down because he's probably getting a little sketchy, not realizing what's going on back there with the rest of them. 
Indeed. So, uh, as you as you're heading out, and uh, Celts, you you do you get like ahead of them, and then you look back, and you can see that all three Hudson not as much. Like Hudson is just having a little bit of trouble with. Uh, I'm all Sable. agitated from everything that happens. So Sable's getting a little antsy from it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Ch- Jeremiah is most definitely. Uh, you you are probably looking back. You're probably uh, very glad he chose uh, Sancho versus a horse because uh, it seems like Sancho is more aware of what to do here than Jeremiah, <laughs> and is sort of like taking charge of this situation. Um, and Delilah, your your horse seems confused as you're basically um, like trying to get it to follow and it sort of wanders into the creek and every time you yell at it and you're like jed no jed it seems lost at what what name you're calling it it doesn't seem to recognize the moniker you've given him uh but with kelts's uh help he does kind of like round you all up and sort of like kind of get the other horses to sort of follow along behind boss who kind of takes the lead in this yeah, i'm gonna <laughs> turn around and tell him you know Delilah, darling, that that horse is acting up because you ain't giving him a proper name. He can tell that you're you're just giving him a whatever name. You need a bond with him. And and Hudson, sir, you need to fix that lip. The blood from your lip is making your horse uneasy. I'm telling you right now, do something about that. And I think we're all going to have. I you know, Jerry, I I don't really know what to tell you about your mule there. They're 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 uh, you know they're. Uh, I don't know. They're 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 curious creatures. So maybe just let him do what he's doing. I think you'll be fine. But blood and name for you two right there, and I think we'll have a better go at this. Hudson just pulls out a handkerchief and just presses it hard against his lip while making eye contact. That's better. Uh, that should help out a lot right there. Um. So th- this this does kind of slow you you down a little bit, and uh, you find that you think um you maybe covered half the distance to uh to jed's claim but it's taking you closer to the two hour mark you lost a lot of time sort of getting organized on the way out um but as you're riding along at one point uh delilah's horse again sort of like wanders a little to the left away from the creek like maybe it's like caught the scent of something and delilah you kind of go through the trees as you're kind of at the back of the line and uh jeremiah you're only slightly ahead of her as -hmm. she kind of veers off and goes off to the side and uh delilah as you clear a a section of trees and you're just starting kind of pull on the reins to get your horse to sort of come back around um you notice that there are a handful of trees up ahead that look like they're just stumps of various sizes but the the part where the rest of the tree should be on each of them is sort of like jagged and shattered you've never seen anything like that before as you as you kind of are pulling the horse and the horse kind of as it gets closer it then seems to kind of get a little spooked and starts to move back away heading back toward the group so it doesn't look like if a lightning bolt struck a tree um i mean it could have like the jaggedness i mean maybe a tree exploded maybe a lightning bolt hit but there's like five trees that look this way very close to one another Mm. Mm, okay so Delilah disappears for just a second. You all kind of hear like the breaking of like twigs and, and brush behind you as you look back. And then uh, before you can turn to come back, she sort of comes back through the trees, her horse kind of pulling her back through. 
you, you know that plan where we I go in alone? <laughs> I, I'd like you as a closer backup. Okay, thanks. Hmm. You said hollering distance. We were within hollering distance. No, 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 no. I would like you, like, at, behind me at my shoulder. Oh. With weapons drawn but not pointed menacely, and she looks directly at Lucas. Like ear flicking distance? Like, maybe at your hip, and so that you can. She'll make a motion. She's not. She knows how to use guns, but she's not. She doesn't own one, and she's not great at it. Um, Delilah, as as you say this, and you're like thinking on what you just saw. Um, roll me either a spot hidden or natural world, whichever you have that's better. Spot hidden. I didn't even know that was a skill. Whoa! Whoa wow. All right. So, um, so you my dice color. Just saying. So uh, you're you're saying this as you're thinking about these trees and like, uh, you kind of keep thinking on it for a second and you and you really think that those things look like they just exploded from the outside in. So, on my little uh, detour mm-hmm. or tour through the woods. I saw five trees right next to each other that looked like they had exploded from within. What? Like a ways? Like jagged rocks. Hmm. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Where do you see these trees exploded from the inside at? They were... I'm assuming we're still moving forward, so she'll point back a little bit, a little ways. Yeah, so she motions back to where she disappeared into the trees and came back out. Let's go have a look-see. Circle boss back through you. Show us where this is at. Sure. Sounds like someone might have been putting dynamite in some old trees. Found of it. Maybe that's how they got that sap. Maybe. Never All right. Know. Let's go check out the trees. Let's go check out these exploded stumps. So you circle around and you head back and kind of break through the tree line. And uh, it's really not too far that she went in. Like you kind of come through the, the low hanging branches of a couple of bigger trees and you all see this. You see like these five spread out trees that at various heights look like they just, the upper portion simply like exploded away and is gone. Um, now that you've ridden in and you're kind of slowing and taking a look, you can see it looks like there are splinters, pieces of tree around these stumps lying on the ground. And uh, you can see um, in a couple places, especially coming out of a couple of the further tree stumps that are away from you, it looks like there's some kind of greenish glob liquid, like kind of like eking down the outside of the tree. Does it look like the sap that we saw in the bottom of the glass? Um, the sap you saw on the bottom of the glass was like um darker and l- like it was a little bit older, so mm. you're you're not mm. sure if it's the same thing. Cool. <clears throat> well, that's weird. I don't have a good feeling about this. No. Neither do I. So I'm going to ride up as close as I can and, and use the edge of my knife 
<clears throat> scoop a little bit of the sap and smell it. Uh, does do I recognize the smell uh, from the glass from the uh, saloon? Does it smell similar? Or? You take a, a sniff, and uh, it smells very similar, but this is more potent. This is like a very very fresh smell to it. Do you um, have Cthulhu Mythos? Uh... No. Cthulhu Wados? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no. Interesting. Don't like the way you laughed like that. So, well, I think this is, uh, this smells pretty similar to what was in that cup. I think this might be that, uh, the uh, angry animal juice our friend Jeb drank out of, or at least some some degree of it. Hmm. Maybe Jed was blowing up the trees, getting that sap out. Like I said. Hmm. I, I... Any sign of char, or any kind of uh, explosive? Like, how'd they tear these trees apart? Um, you kind of take a look, and you've ridden up close to it. And uh, looking at it, uh, you would say it looks like something burst out from the inside of the tree and shattered it as it came out. Hmm. Well, as yes. disheartening it is to find this goo, um, I, I'm I'm more leaning towards the, you know, the concern of what actually did this to the tree. And that's why I don't think I should go in alone anymore. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. What, Jeanette, question, mm -hmm. what time of year is it? Uh, so it's toward the fall. It's like September. Okay. Jeremiah probably brings up, like, you know, when trees freeze, their sap kind of gets all expandy, but... I ain't never seen no tree explode before. That's a little... Expandy? Expand... Well, yeah, you know. He <laughs> goes... It's a technical term. <laughs> it's a... It's, yeah. I'm a, I'm a man of God, not a scientist. I'll just <clears throat> pretend that that word is divinely inspired. <laughs> <laughs> just roll with it. Expandy. Expandy. And looking around, you can see spots where you, it looks like there's more dried up, like, puddles of the sap that looked like it leaked before and, like, kind of dried. But there's still that fresh oozing sap coming from up closer to where the exploded area of the tree is. Does it look like the puddles, like, something came out and was, like, going away from it? Like, footprint type of, or, like, drip? Um, why Trip. don't you give me a track roll to see if you can find any <laughs> oh, footprints? No, <laughs> I sure don't. So you, you kind of look around, look around. <clears throat> you don't see anything that looks like footprints, Jeremiah. Shucks. All right. Does it look like the trees was like an equal explosion outward, or does it look more like something kind of force its way out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is more damage in one direction as opposed um, to being, like, spread. It looks like something uh, gave an equal amount of pressure all the way around and burst the tree. So it was, like, equal everywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not like it's, like, burst through the tree. Yep. Gotcha. Hmm. 
Okay. All right. Well. <clears throat> well, we can add this around here. Thing. You guys, is this something that's uh, to be expected in these parts, or? Not from my no knowledge. No. I don't normally leave the saloon off, or at least not come out this far. I ain't never heard of this. Okay. Well, I think it's a good idea we all stay close together, as uh, Miss Delilah here mentioned, and uh, let's move on down the trail and see if we can find any other things to be curious about. Maybe maybe Jed will have some answers as to uh, what went on down here. Yeah, like what got you deciding to start drinking tree sap, giving it <laughs> yeah. to folks in town. Kind of odd. I'm going to wipe my knife off on my boot and put it away. All right. Um, so you guys turn to head back out, and uh, I'm going to have everybody give me another ride check. No, no. No, Jeanette. Jeanette. Hey, don't you all worry. You can't yes! do much. <laughs> Damn it. That was better than the first one, though. I just wanted to, I just. We wanted all to failed. It. It's all right. Um, so your horses seem um, a little put off by the, okay. this experience. Like maybe the something in the smell or the air around kind of like has set them off and they're a little bit um more like unsteady about going on it takes you guys a little bit more work to kind of mm -hmm. get them to uh sort of travel they seem a little hesitant to do it like they sense something that maybe their humans don't uh so it takes you um a lot longer than you thought to get up here into the hills with all the struggles with the horses and things like that um, and instead of the two hours or so, you guys probably go on about three and a half hours of riding. Okay. Um, as you kind of have to take it easy so the horses don't get spooked. But um, eventually, you manage to kind of come into an area where you can see up into the west, the granite peak is kind of rising away. You can see a little to your north, Humboldt Mountain rising up. And you know that this is the area on the map that Jack told you where Jed's claim is. Um, so somewhere along here, you're sure that there's probably a trail that leads back up and down from the, the creek because Jed is, uh, part of his claim is he uh, pans for gold in the creek and he's got a place somewhere kind of on the hill. So as you guys kind of come into the area, everybody can give me uh, spot hidden rolls to see if they can find Jed's claim trail. That heads up to hit where he lives. Well, not an extreme success this time. I. <sighs> so, uh, it is Delilah who, uh, after a little bit of looking and uh, dismounting and kind of wandering back and forth, you do find a spot where you can see uh, a more well worn sort of like footpath that leads sort of up the slope toward Granite Peak. And you can see kind of up a ways, it looks like there's a little bit of smoke rising. So probably somebody has a small fire burning somewhere up above. She'll point up towards the smoke. Mm. Sus suspect that uh, Jed's claim, or at least someone who may know if Jed made it all the way back. Okay. Reckon that's true. 
how quiet we want to be going up there. We want to, I mean, I, I suppose we don't want to surprise him in case he has a gun or anything. I mean, but. he most assuredly has a gun. You heard I the mean, preacher, man. There are eight men out here. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I mean, we could just make a normal amount of noise. Not or we could tie the... I don't want to leave the horses here. No. I, oh, that God. doesn't seem like a good idea because I'm walking all the way back and I ain't doing that. Which means one of y'all has to carry me if that's something happens to our horses. Um, so probably you, Hudson. Yeah, um, I was, was going to say. Uh, we're, we're taking the horses. But maybe we walk them so that they make a little bit less noise. Okay. How big is the footpath? Um, hmm. It looks wide enough for the horses to go up. It looks like uh, Jed probably leads his horse up and down this way to his okay. wherever he lives up above. Is it so tight that if we do walk the horses up this path, we're going to be bottlenecked? No, there's enough space that you would uh, have room to kind of move off because the, tree, the trees aren't that thick that you get kind of sort of squeezed in. It's yeah. more It's more just that this this is the sign that this is somebody's claim. Like you found like the trail to it. All right. Well, where there's where there's smoke, there's crotchety old mining men. So let's go have a look see. Yep. Right. So you all are trying to be quiet. Do you all want to give it... me a stealth roll? No, and... but I will. And uh... <laughs> I'm gonna spend nine luck for freaking. Okay. How about Hudson? So close. Hudson, that's a 57. It's yeah, that's... Nine luck. <laughs> 22. That'd be 22 luck. Yes. I ain't using that much luck. Oh. Yeah. Was that you? I'm so confused. Oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah. I've had a long week. All right. So, um, you all take your horses and you start to make your way up this trail. Um, Kind of who? How are you guys going up? Like who's going first, second? Like Delilah is first. Okay, Delilah's okay. heading up the trail first. Hudson's oh. probably second since he's kind of the deputy sheriff, so he's like, I should probably be close. Okay. I was gonna say uh, Jeremiah is probably behind Lucas wherever he is. So. Okay. I guess I'd be fourth then. Excellent. All right. So you make your way up this uh, this path, and it goes up for a little ways. Um, maybe about, you know, it's, it's kind of an easier incline. It's not too steep, but you're kind of going up the, the slope. You can see Granite Peak rising up through the trees kind of up above you. And you get closer and closer to where you see the smoke coming out. And uh, you manage to keep your horses kind of quiet. And uh, as you come up, you see uh, sort of set back against a, a section of rock. There's a small, um, like, shack set here. It's, it's just a simple little place. It looks like uh, Jed probably built it himself. And uh, it's kind of weathered, so it's been here a while. And you can see that the there's a small little chimney. And there's some smoke rising out of it. There's a couple windows in the front and a door. And kind of a rickety little, like, makeshift porch. With a kind of a old broken, like, rocking chair kind of sitting off to one side. 
uh, but you don't see Jed anywhere outside. You do, however, see tied off to one side, uh, his old horse is sort of tied off in the corner behind the house. What do you guys want to do? Uh, does it look like the cabin has windows? Yep, there's two windows up in the front on either side of the door. And then on the side by where the horse is, there's just one. You can't really see the other side. And the back, you can assume maybe there's no windows because he sort of set it right up against the rock. Okay. I think... Delilah is just going to call out to Jed and be like, Jed! I know you're up here somewhere. Make me a listen roll. Oh boy. Um, Alright, so you call out and you actually hear like a clatter like you've maybe surprised somebody inside the house. And um, then you hear uh, like low footsteps and you hear Jed's voice coming from inside uh Delilah, is that you? And you didn't think I was going to come after you? What are you doing out here? You're supposed to be back in town. I'm supposed to be in Chicago at some theater performing somewhere. So a lot of listening I do. Uh, you know it's not it's 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 getting late it's gonna get dark soon it's not safe for you to be up in in the hills you should you should take yourself back to back to paw Heaton, and i'll talk to you when i come back to town in a couple weeks i'm not coming or i'm not going back without talking to you and i'm not alone who do you got with you delilah well i have the deputy lawman and the baby preacher man and yeah. Well, she didn't want to call you the preacher man because yeah, you're not yeah, the yeah, preacher yeah. man. I guess maybe she would have said deputy preacher man because she <laughs> can't come deputy up with preacher. a better term for it. Um, and okay, I brought the new guy, Lucas, or the relatively new guy, Lucas. Come out, Jed. Why'd you, why'd you all come all this way? Because we think you might have had something to do uh, do with uh, what happened to Pharaoh becoming, you know, a wee bit feral, if you will. Hmm. I, I don't know anything about that, Delilah. I just, things were getting out of hand. I had to, I had, I didn't want to be there for all that. But you ran away after all of it happened. I also know you poured him a drink, and a substance was in his drink. Well, that sure must have been in his glass before I ever poured into it, because I don't know what you're talking about, Delilah. Can I see if he's hiding something from me? Do you want to make me a psychology roll? I sure do, because my spidey senses are tingling. I'm gonna You're spend the six. Point. I'm gonna spend the six luck points to succeed. All right. Um. Yeah. So Delilah, knowing knowing Jed um as well as you do, and you probably know him better than most, you would say that uh he's definitely being very dodgy. Like your your gut tells you that Jed is uh 
not he he's hiding something and he also seems ex extremely upset by the fact that that you are here in in the mountains look i just want to clear up the air i don't think you meant him any harm so could you just please come out and talk to us he uh kind of cracks the door a little bit and he says uh his head pokes out and he says I'll talk to I'll talk to you, Delilah. But I'm I'm not I'm not as comfortable talking to the rest of them. Okay, well they're gonna stay outside of the house. Would you let me in to talk to you? Uh, I don't think I don't think that's a good idea, Delilah. That ain't ear flicking distance. I'll persuade him to let me in if I have to. Uh, sure, roll a persuasion check, as he seems to be standing hesitantly in the doorway. This is what I do! <laughs> he says, uh, he says, Delilah, you can come in as long as those others, as long as the, your, your, your friends stay outside. And, they're coming and in if you, they're coming in if I start screaming, I just want you to know this. He, you actually see his face get a little bashful, he looks down and he's like, I'm not gonna hurt you, Delilah. You never been anything but nice to, to old Jed. Yeah. Okay. Um she'll <clears throat> she'll go in the house. Alright, so you, you walk forward and you he he opens the door and lets you in, and you guys all watch as Delilah goes inside. And Jed looks back once and then shuts the door. And then he turns and looks at Delilah. And Delilah, you see his place, it's just a little place. There's like a little bed kind of off in a corner there's a little uh like stove with a pipe running up to the chimney he's got a, a small table and like just a chair like sitting there it looks like he made it himself and um you can see he's got um in his holster he's got his old navy revolver and you can see that he had his shotgun kind of in his other hand that wasn't at the door and there's a uh, a hatchet that's sort of sitting by the chair where he looks like he must have gotten up from. And he he says, Delilah, you sh you, sh you shouldn't be up here. Like this is it's it, you know you know being in town is can be dangerous, but being up here there's a lot of there's a lot of bad things that can happen in the hills. It's not safe. I I I'm well aware of it. We saw some trees with the same sap. I'm well aware of of how awful it can be, or how dangerous it can be out there. You say this, I just want you to clear your name. You uh, say it's something about the trees with the sap, and his eyes kind of go wide. And he's like, "Where? What have you been doing? Why? Why are you going off the trail and going out into the wilderness? Like you, you shouldn't be doing that. You don't know what's out there." So enlighten me. Clearly, you've seen stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not supposed to talk about it, but Delilah, you say you want to go to Chicago. I think that the best thing that you can do, Delilah, is go home and pack up and go to Chicago. I came from Chicago. I'm not going back there. Well, where else do you want to go? Because I don't think you should stay in Heaton. Nowhere. Heaton's my home. What is going on? Heaton's not safe. Well, yeah, because the sleazy merchant man moved in. I already know this. 
No, he's Tell not. Tell me what's going on. I'm not allowed to talk about it, but Who's it's... stopping you? I made a I made a promise that I wouldn't and but you gotta you gotta get out before before it's too late for you to leave town, Delilah. I'm not leaving. And I'm if I go you're you're coming with I'm not going alone. I can't I can't, I'm, I made a pro if I go they're gonna know and they're gonna do it sooner. Do what sooner? What what they plan to do, what what they asked me to, to help them with. Who's they? Just give me something I can go back to the deputy with. Deputy Please. Deputy can't do anything about them. They're they're way beyond the deputy. Just give us something to go on. I don't want anything to happen to you or Paul Heaton. I really care about you. I didn't come out here for nothing. He looks at the floor and he kind of looks out the window. He moves a kind of a dirty little uh, curtain back and looks back to make sure that three are still out by where they were. He says, I, sh I should already be a dead man if they didn't give me a chance to stay alive. But my time, it's just on borrowed time, Delilah. But you, you can get out, but you can't say anything to anyone else about what's going on. Because if they find out, they'll kill me now. And they'll come after you and kill you too. They might be watching this place right now. I don't think they trust me. Well, let me uh, try to keep you safe. No, Delilah, I... you, you, can't, you can't stop them. How do you know? Because... I don't, I'm going to find a way to do it anyway, whether you tell me or not. You, you forget I don't follow people's directions. And... So the last thing I'm doing is leaving Paul Heaton. So just give me some information. Like I told you, Delilah, Paul Heaton won't be there much longer. And if you're in Paul Heaton when that time comes, you won't be here longer either. I think she... Rubs like her temple for a second. <laughs> Cause she believes sincerely. She he's telling her the truth, but she wants him to give him some, or she wants him to give her something to go on. Other than Paul Heaton isn't going to exist soon. Um. He goes to another window and he looks out the side window, this time away. He's kind of looking out, looks up the slope. She'll I think move. At, at this point, uh, I, I probably would have yelled out, you know, Delilah, call out. You doing okay in there? I'm fine. Give me another minute. He kind of looks back at the door. You, you can't tell them what's going on, but you got to get out of Paul Heaton and you got to watch out when you're going back because if they think you talk to me, you might not make it back. Jeff, I swear to you, if I can stop this, if, if we can stop this, we're going to. But but you can't even, even the others couldn't stop them. They, they still try, but they couldn't stop them. 
What others? Jeb, just give me a concrete piece of information. Just something, please. Paul Heaton's my home more than any place I have ever been before. He kind um, of rubs his at head. The, at this point, Hudson's going to start walking like a perimeter around the shack just to make sure there's no like back doors just in case something goes south. Okay. Um, while you guys are out there and you can hear their muffled voices inside, um, mm. why don't you roll me some spot hidden checks while you're out there? Sure. Why not? Oh. Probably fail these too. <laughs> yes. Oh wow! Damn. I'm so glad you. Jerry has my back. <laughs> um. So, Jeremiah. I'm my mule. You're petting, okay. You're petting. You're petting Sancho. Um. And not aware. Hudson has kind of like taken a wide walk around the side to get a better look at the other side. Um. Lucas. You're standing still near where Jeremiah is. You're with the other horses. Um, and um, you kind of, you see like, it looks like something uh, sort of moves on the hill a little above the shack, but it's in the tree line and you see the movement through in the shadow, but you don't get a good look at what it is moving. Hudson, you kind of go around the other side and you're looking at the house and you look around back, you don't see a back exit or anything. Um, but you catch this movement out of the corner of your eye as whatever Lucas saw moving around the side quickly makes its way around the back. And you see uh, a very tall figure sort of moving through the trees. Uh, looks like it's sort of trying to stay out of sight. Um, it's a larger, it looks like a, like a large built, like person, like kind of like your build, but a little bit bigger. Um, but, uh, you see that it looks like, um, it's covered in long, dark hair as it's passing by. And you kind of get a, like a look of it as it moves between the trees and then it sort of disappears behind some rocks. Is it like moving towards kind of towards where we are kind of more like circling around us or like it looks to you like it's circling around sort of watching so like it's trying to get towards like the front door almost um or maybe i was kind of walking this way like maybe uh you moved away and whatever this is may have been watching and it moved to get a vantage point where it could still see everybody so it it, it knows where i am but it knows it seems like it. I'm just going to stand. I'm not going to actively try to engage it, but Hudson's just going to stand there, cross his arms, and just stare pointedly at where the rocks are. Like, uh, I know you're back there, but I'm not going to do anything yet. All right. Um, do me a favor when you do, and just roll me a power roll. Power roll. I swear, if I fail this, I quit this game. <laughs> All right. right. So um, as you stand and sort of stare at the rocks, for just a second, a face looks up and over the collection of rocks and looks right at you. And it and it's a humanoid looking face um, hidden amongst all this long hair. And then it ducks back behind the rock and disappears from your sight line again. 
<clears throat> I'm still standing there in the same position, but like with my hand crossed, it's kind of like very close to my shoulder holster, just in case the thing comes charging. All right. So back inside, uh, Delilah, you can see uh, Jed looks like he's getting very agitated that he can't convince you to go back and get out of Pawheaton. He's starting to pace back and forth. Um, I think she's gonna attempt to walk up behind him or walk alongside, walk closer to him and she's gonna attempt to take him by the hands just to try to calm him down a little. All right, um, why don't you roll me um, just like a kind of a charm or a persuade as you go for his hand because he's so fidgety and, and nervous at this point. Or the same thing. This All is right. probably narratively appropriate. Yeah, so you go for his hand and he kind of like jumps away and puts his hands up to his face and he's like shaking a little bit and he's like, you have to, you have to get out of, you gotta get out. Delilah, please get out. You don't understand. I'm already a dead man. You have a chance at a full life. A full life, do you understand? And I have a chance at saving you. You seem convinced otherwise. I don't think anybody can save me. You haven't seen the things here that I've seen. And I'm not talking about Jack's ghost. These things are worse than ghosts because they're real. And there's a lot of them, Delilah. He's just staring at you. Um. I think at this point she's almost in tears because Jed has always been her favorite patron. Um, she looks forward to the time when he comes into town. Um, it's like the highlight of her, her week being able to see him. And she knows he's like, I think deep inside she knows he's right and that she should probably get out of town. But there's the like base emotion of I really love you and I don't want to see you go this way that seems to be overriding any logic she has for making a smart decision. And she's just going to whisper. I think the last thing she says is I love you and then but it's going to be a whisper and then she walks out the door. You see uh, a tear rolls down his cheek and he like holds the door with a shaking hand and he says, please just, just make sure you get out before, just go as soon as you can. It's not safe. <sighs> and I think I think she's gonna walk away a little bit from the rest of them. <laughs> so Delilah walks out. Now Hudson, this face pops out again and you get a, another like closer look as it's staring down at you. Uh, make me a sanity roll on this one as its okay. eyes are sort of fixed on yours. Oh, fun. Uh... Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> 80 sanity, my favorite. Uh, you know, it's okay. All right, so oh. uh, 
you guys hear Hudson just uh, kind of involuntarily be like, oh, oh Lord. Oh. And, and Hudson, you kind of stumble away from it on the second stair because this time it, it sort of gave you a, a glance before, but this time it sort of like looks right at you. And it's unnerving because you can see um, like an intelligence in this creature's eyes. Like, it knows what you are. It may even know who you are before it disappears from sight again. Was it like a threatening or intimidating stare or just like more of a longer look at me? A longer look. Okay. Like, almost like it's it's sizing you up. Okay. Um, he's going to keep his eyes still on, but kind of just like call out, Guys, I think we got some company. Oh. Uh. Looks like one of them. Sasquatch. Sasquatch? I think Jeremiah um. <clears throat> pops down from his mule and, like, starts walking over that way, leading his mule along, like, kind of curious. And uh, I'm gonna unholster one of my <clears throat> one of my uh, pistols and kind of walk up, check the cylinders as I'm doing so. And uh, hey, Padre, if it gets uh, if it gets a little crazier out of hand, you know that mule is gonna be some pretty good cover. Keep that in mind. Hmm. And then uh, ask Hudson, well, what do we got, Hudson? What do you what do you see up there? Remember that uh, father? What was it? Duffy? Duffy. Duffy. The good Reverend Duffy. Good Reverend Duffy. Talk about them hairy guys. One's up there behind the rocks. No shit. Keeps poking his head out and staring at me. You haven't, uh, you haven't had any libations from good old Jeb up here since we've been up here, right? I didn't see him pass you anything. You been drinking out of his well or anything like that? No. Up there on the rocks, you say? I'm going to peek yeah. up there and see if I see anything. All right. Uh, give me another spot hidden roll there, Lucas. All oh, right. Wow. And now roll me a power roll. Power roll. Oh. All right. So you, you look up toward the rocks where Hudson is pointing and you don't see anything at first and then your eyes kind of go up higher to this taller tree that's kind of there and you see amongst the branches sort of holding on to the tree staring down at you this like almost seven foot tall hairy figure kind of clinging inside the branches and he's looking right at you all sort of looking from one to the other and as you get a look at him, I'd like you to roll me a sanity roll, as you've never seen anything like this ape man that is clinging to this tree before. Oh, boy. Can I see it still? Whoa! Wow. <laughs> um, you, uh, so, Lucas, you stare right back at it, and even in its, its strange and unusual form, like, you are not shaken by this. Um, and Hudson, you're looking at the rocks. It's not until you, like, see where Lucas has looked higher up. You, if you follow his gaze, you, you see this creature clinging in the tree watching you. Does it look like the same one? Mm. 
Uh, looking at it, um, you you'd think so, but you've never seen anything like this before, so you're That's not fair. sure if it's the same one or if it's another one. Uh, so there's definitely one, maybe two. Well, at I'm that, not, can Jeremiah? <clears throat> oh no! I'm gonna uh, tip my hat and say, "Hey, big fella, why don't you come on down here? We got some questions for you." Oh, I see it, you up there in the tree line. You, you, you're not, you're not too clever. Uh, so it's it stares down at you for another second. And what was Jeremiah doing in this moment? As Lucas is I saying. Think- as Hudson said, like, there was one, maybe two, I think Jeremiah, like, looks around into, like, the woods around them. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, like, warily, like, uh... <laughs> Alright, so you can roll me a spot hidden while Lucas yells up to this one in the tree line. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so bad. So, you start looking around, and you're having a hard time because your mule has started circling you and a little oh. bit agitated. So every time you try to look, there's a big old, like, mule along, and you're like, Sancho! Like, trying to, to get around him and sort of settle him down. Um, and where's Delilah while this is all happening? You came out of the out of Jed's and you moved away. Yeah, I think she's still away, not really, like, almost re- uh, withdrawn kind of into herself. Very not her normal, outgoing, um, bubbly personality. Um, so you are, uh, probably on the side closest to the, uh, door when, uh, Lucas yells up, hey, big guy, you know, and, um, the front door opens up and Jed kind of comes out and looks to where the three men from your group are standing. And then, uh, it's like, oh no, oh no, uh, and he turns and he, uh, sort of bolts toward a path it looks like that heads higher into the uh the granite peak like it looks like it goes up the peak and he sort of turns and heads in that direction and he actually uh takes off at a fair gate running up the path because his horse is sort of around the other side where the others are so instead of going for it he just he's got the shotgun in one hand he's still got his pistol and you can see he's put the hatchet in his belt and he is running up in a way, heading kind of northwest, further up the peak. He's one spry fella right there. You wouldn't think of it looking at him. He likes to run about everywhere, don't he? Should we follow him? I'm a little hesitant on turning my back on the big fella up there. And as you say that, uh, the big fella releases from the tree and drops but falls behind where those rocks are and out of sight. There's a there's a considerable thump of it like landing in the soft earth on the ground. And then you can all hear the thump, 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 thump of heavier footfalls. And then they sound like they start to, to go away, like he's running through the trees away from this area. Well, they're not coming cl- closer to us because I think this is the point where Delilah realizes what's going on and she starts to reach for the knife um, that she keeps in her boot. Uh, she's kind of probably at her ankle, although it would probably be smarter to have it up on her thigh, but you know, it's supposed to be hidden. Um, 
But so they're running away. Uh, it sounds like you hear these. You didn't see this actual thing in the trees. You were away. Right. But you hear the thump. And you hear these heavy thump, 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 thump. Is that coming? See? I think she'll actually draw the knife. Because I don't think she actually knows what direction they're going. Did, um... From where we were standing, did we see Jed running off? Um, you saw him poke his head around the side of the house, and then you saw him disappear and heard him running away. Okay. Does it kind of sound like him running and where this creature's footsteps are to disappear are gonna kinda collide? Cause Hudson's thinking this thing's after Jed now. Make a listen oh. check. I don't have my babon listening. <laughs> Oh, you know. Yeah, oh. still pretty good. Wow. Um, it, so you, you kind of quickly, like, listen left and right. Um, it does sound like the footfalls are both disappearing in the same direction from what you can tell. Uh, big, big guys after Jed. Big guys after Jed. And Hudson's nope. going to take off for his horse. All right. Okay. So Hudson runs for, for his horse. You get to Sable. You're going to mount Sable? Mm -hmm. He's going to mount Sable and start to... Well, he's going to wait to see if anybody else is coming or not. Yeah, I think I'm going to start climbing up on my mule as Hudson runs off like, oh, uh... All yeah, right. Uh, Delilah's <laughs> promised Jed she would protect him. So she's going to get on her horse. All right, so Delilah mounts up. Yeah, Lucas is, is going to bring up the rear. All right. Uh, so everyone can give me, once again, our favorite, <laughs> give me ride checks. Our favorite. Oh, goodness gracious. We're so good at these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! My five ride. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. We all failed. Way to go, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, so the so, three amigos or the four amigos? I'm going to use one of my nat 20s because I got two. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Actually... Yeah, I think I'm going to use mine, too, because this is important to Delilah. This Because is... I have a feeling shit is about to go down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> All right. So, um, Delilah and um, Hudson, your everyone's mounts are uh, sort of, you can tell they're, they're spooked. But you yeah. two, uh, after a second, you managed to get both of your mounts under control. And you uh, spur them on in the direction that Jed went up the slope running. Um, the footfalls had started to kind of disappear and then they kind of are masked now by the sound of the hooves of your horses. Mm -hmm. um, Lucas, you're having a little bit of trouble getting your horse to follow, especially um, when Jeremiah and his mule turn and the mule just starts running down the path back toward the creek. <laughs> At, at, at a very, very fast oh, clip. And Jeremiah's probably just holding on with one hand in the air, like, whoa, 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 And is disappearing down the down toward the creek at a, at a, this, uh, you've never seen the mule move quite so well up until now. Gary. <laughs> so would it be feasible for me to be able to, to rein boss around and try to head him off before he gets yeah. too far away? Yeah, I would say that, that that's why, in fact, Lucas is having such a hard time, like, going to keep up, because he has to go after the preacher, who is disappearing quickly from sight. So you're just going to hear, like, some muffled cursing and something about damn mule and all the, like, 
stereotypical cowboy yas and stuff, you know, and get him round back around. Come on, we you, you're taking you you're taking your your padre in the wrong direction, Mayor Partner. Come on, and circle him back around, and head back up the path where we're supposed to go. <laughs> oh, I'm right. so bad at riding. <laughs> so, um, as this as this happens, and Delilah and Hudson, you you head up this trail. Uh, quickly closing the distance. Uh, Jed being on foot can't really uh, move as quickly. Um, you see him sort of running up the slope, looking over his shoulder. He's he looks like uh, he sees you coming, and he he looks uh, kind of terrified. And he like waves a hand at you, like go, and keeps running with his uh, satchel on his arm. I told you I would protect you. Ah, old men. And um, it's at this point that even over the the sound of your horse's hooves, uh, you hear a loud buzzing sound. It sounds like the wings of a mosquito, but the biggest damn mosquito you maybe have ever heard. Oh, and it's getting louder as you are riding up, heading for Jed. And you can both make me spot hidden checks, please. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. We split the party, guys. We split yeah. the party. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing whatever horrific thing Jeanette has in store for us. <laughs> um so Delilah, what you see is you see this uh tall, um, like taller than Hudson form sort of running through the trees, kind of shadowing Jed um off to your right. And Jed is off kind of to your left, but a little up ahead. And he's sort of come to a point where uh, he's on a rock and he's sort of scrambling up to the next rock trying to get away. And as he stands up to full height, um, Hudson, you you turn your head and look over your shoulder. Looking back to see where Lucas and Jeremiah might have gone. And it's Delilah who sees something come flying out of the sun. And it's this thing that's making the buzzing sound. Um, so this thing has this thin, elongated body, to, and it's got these wings on its back that are flapping at full speed, and it is making a beeline for Jed. And, uh, as you see this creature, um, I need you to make me a sanity roll. Oh, who's making that? I had a feeling you were going to tell me that. <laughs> And oh, I finally. Extreme succeeded. Not bad. Oh, nice. All right. Extreme so hard. Um, so you see this creature uh, flying at Jed, and you can see its pinkish skin. You can see uh, as it comes out of the sun, it looks like it's it's as long as five feet. Um, the body looks like that of like a giant bug, and it's got these wings coming out of its back. And they are moving so fast that they glitter in the sunlight that's shining through them. They're almost translucent. And you can see on its head it's got a couple of short antennas sticking up. And it swoops down and attempts to scoop up Jed, who yells as he sees it, I didn't say anything! I didn't tell him anything! I think Delilah's going to yell out, He didn't tell me anything! 
I don't know what's get, going on. Trying to get his attention off of Jed. That's right. her goal. Um, do we see you, the... She'll point down. at what she's yelling at. What's that? About? <laughs> I, uh, do we see Sasquatch? Did he show up? Um, so you didn't see him. Delilah saw the, the, the big, giant, shadowy form running through the tree line. Um, you look back down the slope to hear, uh, to see if your friends are coming okay, up the slope behind that. you. But then when Delilah yells, you sort of whip back around and you also see this long, elongated, five foot long pink bug creature swooping at Jen. Um, I think you already rolled a good sanity roll, so we'll take that for your sanity check on this. So you are also dumbfounded, but you don't, uh... You don't kind of, like, freeze up in shock at seeing this. Um, and it swoops at Jed, but is distracted by the sudden yell of Delilah, who it didn't see there. And it misses its grab for Jed as he sort of stumbles back and lands on his keister. And he looks ah! back, he looks at Delilah and he goes, you run, run, get away from him. And that was good sound. Um... <laughs> And I need and to And then know, a train appears. And a train comes out of nowhere. <laughs> a train. <laughs> I need to know, uh, what's everybody's dexterity scores? Um, 60. 70. 50. 50. Sorry about the train. We're just going to have to deal with it. Mine's 65. All right. Okay. Sasquatch and, and Hudson, you were a 60? Yep. Okay, so let's... Yeah, Sasquatch and Bothra are out here. Yep. <laughs> Fun times, right? <laughs> Alright, so... Um, this thing uh, sort of swoops around again... Uh, this time, it swoops down toward Delilah on her horse. I mean, and... she did kind of ask for it. Yeah, she did. Um, so it swoops at you sitting in your horse, and it's going to... And you see, like, its appendages, like, its clawed, like, fingers sort of come down. And it looks like it's going to try to, to grab hold of you by the shoulders. So, when it does, you can try to dodge if you'd like to. Or it gets close enough if you wanted to try to fight back, you can. Um, you know what? She's pissed. Um, so she, again, her love, love is going to ruin Delilah. Against her better judgment, she pulls out the knife from her boot, and she's going to attempt to stab at it. All right, so this is an opposed roll. So whoever yep. gets the better roll will succeed at this. Oh, okay. So you have a success. Um, so let's see here. Suck it, bug man. All right, so it swoops in to grab a hold of Delilah. And Delilah, you sink your knife into one of its clawed feet as it comes for you. So you can do some damage to this creature. Oh, yeah. That's a thing that happens after mm. you attack things. Um, is there an easy way to roll it since I didn't roll with the knife? 
That's easy. There you go. So, I guess I should just, you know, use the knife macro. That would make life easier, wouldn't it? I mean, you know. Alright. And that was an even better roll. It was. Womp womp. Alright, so you you stab at it. And um when you do, um it's it's vibrating so fast from the movement of its wings that while you do cut it, like you d- your knife kind of glances off where you think it should have like stabbed more deeply into it. So it seems like uh, it's hard to kind of get a, a hit on this thing because it moves so quickly. All right. So um, after it swoops at you, so it flies past, you stab it, it pulls up and uh, kind of like f- moves up into like a hovering position up above you. Lucas, you had turned around. You managed to uh, wrangle Jeremiah and turn him back in the right direction. Sancho, uh, getting Sancho to do the work again. Kind of Jeremiah just holds onto the saddle horn and just lets the mule kind of do his thing. Um, and you, not work. you are sort of following in the direction that Hudson and Delilah went when you hear Delilah yell and then Jed yell. And then you can just hear this low humming sound that you have no idea what this is. Are we at a full run on the horses now at this point? Yes, you you can literally be spurring it up so you would be able to clear uh, the distance and kind of come into sight of this whole situation. Oh, Lord. So I think I would probably uh, pull the my rifle out of the, the saddle holster that it sits in. Okay. And kind of speed the horse along. All right, so you come up and over the rise and you see, um, you see Jed on his back you see uh, Delilah spinning in her saddle with her knife out, and you see this pink giant bug flying. It's just sort of arcing up and kind of going into a hover up above Delilah. Roll me a sanity check. Oh, nice. So while this is not what you expected, and you (laughs) probably aren't sure what to make of it, you are still able to act you, you kind of set your mind and move forward with whatever you want to do yeah i'm gonna fire at it okay not sure what it is but uh it looks like it's good eating so all right so when you uh you come into view and go to fire it is going to try to dodge this bullet as it sees you come up over this hill oh that's good let's see oh that's a d10 let's do a d100 oh so oh. it it sees you level your weapon at it and it literally like for just a second ceases the flapping of its wings and drops as your gun goes off and fires into the space where it just was and it sort of like drops down almost to the rock before it starts flapping its wings again to go back up it's a smart critter rechamber another round Ready for whatever comes. All right. Next. So as Lucas is loading another bullet into his gun, Delilah, you just stabbed at this creature that tried to swoop in and pull you off the back of your horse. Is it within reach? Um, it had to drop back low to get away from Lucas's shot, so you could turn your horse and stab at it. Um, yep. 
But you know what? Make me a ride check because your horse is starting to panic from being so close to this weird creature. Oh, yes! All right, you grab those reins and pull up tight on the horse and keep it from bolting. And you can make your attack roll against this creature. Motherfucker! All right. You use... No, I'm gonna... Uh... Use that luck. Use the luck. Yeah. Yep. Okay. For Jed! She'll actually yell it. All right. So it, uh, you stab at it again, and it kind of gives this, like, squeal as you stab into it again, and flips around, and you can see this, like, insect face. You'd almost say that you maybe have pissed it off. <laughs> um, and after well, Delilah, so Hudson, you, uh, what do you want to do as you take in all of this chaos that's going on? Um... Hudson is going to kind of dig his heels a little bit into Sable and just kind of lean down and whisper, just like old times, girl. And like back when he used to be a hired gun, she's going to kind of just start running and circling and he's going to pull out his pistol, aim and shoot. So okay. he's kind of just like a moving target, but he's done this enough times he can still kind of get the shot off. All right. So he'll try and shoot. Bam. Right, so you fire. Let's see. And that was a really good success. So it tries once again to sort of roll out of the way of your shot, but I think that yours is a better success. Dodge. Yep. So you shoot, and your bullet uh, sort of glances off this creature doing. And, you know, you're a good shot. You've been firing your guns for a long time. This was your bread and butter. This was your livelihood. And you were sure you had, like, a, a shot right at the center mass of this thing. But you see it sort of glance off, like, its side. And you, too, are, like, struggling because of this vibration it's giving off as it's flying there. Um, And then... And, like, he's still going to be in motion for this point because he's kind of just the... I'm going to keep being a moving target. All right. So, Jeb, uh, Jeremiah. Yeah. You you come riding up over the hill. You uh, see the back of Lucas's horse. You heard his gun go off. You hear Hudson's gun go off. You probably hear Delilah screaming. Uh, you even hear Jed, like, yelling for Delilah to run away. Get away! And you come over the little slope, and you see this flying creature. That ain't Sasquatch. Roll me a sanity check. <laughs> hey, Ooh, wow. Nice. So you two, even as crazy as this is, you all must have come expecting something crazy after those exploded trees. What do you want to do, Jeremiah? Uh, you know, I think I'll pull out my pistol too. I'll take a fucking shot at it. I'll pull it out of my saddlebag and just like, oh shit. <laughs> all right. So you pull out your pistol. And you're going to yep. fire at this creature. <laughs> 37, wow. All right, so let's see. Uh, you fire, oh, and, oh, it, oh. and it manages to bank away as you fire yeah. at it. Um, <laughs> at this point... I... Go ahead. I think Jeremiah is also, like, gripping onto his crucifix while he's, like, shooting. So... Um. 
Jed gets himself up on his feet and he runs toward Delilah and he's waving his hands at you like, no, 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 just go, just go, don't kill it, don't kill it. You're just gonna make them all mad. Uh, but I said I would protect you. They're gonna, they're gonna kill y'all. They're gonna kill y'all if you don't run away. I think we're doing a pretty good job at killing it. He's probably not alone, Delilah. They made us all mad. <laughs> oh. So she doesn't listen to authority figures. That's <laughs> fair. So as he runs at you and he's waving his hands, this thing banks back toward him oh, while he's no. while he's got his back turned. Uh, but he stumbles forward while he's trying to get you to go away and spooking your horse a little bit and it rears just a bit, but you manage to hang on and that sends this thing kind of off in a different tra trajectory and it sort of looks like it gives up on grabbing him and it starts to to kind of fly away toward the trees trying to get away and it puts on a burst of speed as it does this trying to put some distance between you all in it so lucas you see this happen you see it sort of take this burst of speed and it starts to to bank away as fast as it can away from you all i'm gonna take another shot at it okay Ooh. All right, let's see. I don't think it can do better. Yep, so you uh, you do hit it as it's banking away. And let's see. Um, and it squeals again, and it sort of uh, starts to descend. It was going up. It kind of starts to descend over the trees, kind of a ways away where it was flying. And you see it sort of drop below your sight, your line of sight into the tree line. Uh, you're not sure if it's just severely injured. Maybe you clipped a wing and it went down, but it disappears into the trees beyond where you are. I'm going to turn, just <clears throat> shoot a look right over to Jed. What, What is that, old man? Oh, you seem to know a lot about these these things. What is that? Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have done that. It, they're going to know if it doesn't come back. And if it does go back, it's going to tell them that you saw it. And that's what it didn't want. It didn't, they didn't want anyone to know they were here. And I was trying to do my best to keep everybody away from them and to keep, keep it quiet that they were here. Cause, cause they told me they'd kill me if I didn't help them. Well, like I said, you seem to know an awful lot about that. That didn't answer any of my question right now. What is that thing? He looks at you and he's and he's got tears streaming down his cheeks and he says i'll tell you i'll tell you the honest god's truth and i'm not gonna lie in front of a man of god i don't know what they are they they found me i accidentally stumbled on them and they caught me and i was frozen where i stood and i couldn't get away and they talked to me they could they could talk and i could understand them and they told me they got plans and they said that there were two options for me I could either help them with the plans or they just kill me where I stood. And I didn't want to die, I tell you. I didn't want to die. It's not my fault. You, you'd have done the same if you were in my position. You see, what, you see just one of them. Just imagine if there was more of them. So Delilah will dismount her horse and go up to him and attempt to take his hands again. Just as an attempt to calm him down even just a little bit. So... 
he doesn't pull away this time. He seems completely distraught over this whole situation. I told you I would protect you. I think I have proven myself here. Will you come down out of the mountains with us? I don't know. I, I, I'm afraid that, that now that they've seen y'all and they've seen me, it's only a matter of time. They're, they're going to come back for us. That, that one, that when, when it doesn't come back, they're going to come looking. And when they do, if, if they don't find him, they're going to know he was down here by my, my, by my claim. And, and then they'll come looking for me. And if I'm with you, you're just going to be in trouble. I can, if, if it's dead, I can, I can lie about what happened to it. I'll, I'll tell him, I'll tell him the Sasquatch killed it. That's what I'll tell him. Cause he, they're around too. They're around the too. The Sasquatch. The ape man, oh, Lucas. The, the ape man. Did you, uh, <clears throat> what happened to that, that man, law man? Did you see where he went? The, the big hairy fella? He, so, I didn't see him because I was looking to see where you two were. Where were you two? We had a misunderstanding with the burrow over here. Jerry, you get that thing under control. Well, it's not Jerry's I... fault. I think the burrow's an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need that right now. <laughs> what you're telling me is the preacher man found the one jackass that's an atheist. Seems that way. Sancho, who is chewing on a tuft of grass, looks up at Lucas and then starts chewing on his grass again. See? I don't think you can blame any animal for getting spooked when Beelzebub's flying around. So that was quite a surprise for me, too. We came around that corner thinking we were going to see big, big hairy fella, and there was some kind of a big dragon bug fly thing. Yeah. And, uh, you're, you're saying it talks to people, Jet? They, they can talk. Yep, they talk to me. They, they, they told me what they wanted me to do. That's why I didn't, I didn't mean to hurt him. That's why I did what I did. He's been up here pawing around, looking at, at claims and things like that, and and they didn't want people pawing around up on this side of the on this side of the creek. So I, I had to do something to put him out of commission. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. I didn't, I didn't want him to get hurt that bad though. I thought maybe. Wait, you're talking about Pharaoh now, right? Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I just. I just didn't want him to to be up here. I just didn't want him to be to to be involved in any of this. It was either it was either I take him out in some way or they take him out permanently. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, is what you're saying. What, what? He looks at you shaking. This little sap stuff that made Pharaoh go cuckoo. That was you. Is what I'm gathering from this. They they gave it to me. They told me how it works when you when you pour it in something somebody ingests, and it it drives them crazy like some kind of crazed animal. Ah, oh, Jed, Jed, Jed. Well, it sounds like the lawman, deputy lawman, might be taking you downtown, whether you like it or not, Jed. Take me to town. I'm dead anyway. I'm dead if I stay. I'm dead if I go. They'll figure out that something happened. They'll get inside my head, and they, and they'll see what happened here today, and they'll know. They'll know about all of you. You'll all be in trouble. Oh. Will they? Will they come to town if you're not here? Like I told Delilah. 
there's not going to be much of a town very soon. Told her to get out before it get, well, the getting's good. What What do you mean there ain't going to be a town no more? When they don't want anybody to know what they're up to, and and people have been getting real close to finding them. I mean, I found them, and look what happened to me. So they're gonna. They've been working on some kind of permanent solution. I don't know exactly what it is, but they've been working on it. And they've got a permanent solution for Paul Heaton, from what I've been able to glean. So why couldn't you have just told us all of this to begin with? Or told me all of this to begin with? Because I know I, you're trying to protect me, but... Because as soon as they, as soon as they see me again, they're going to know that I didn't keep my promise to Lila. Me telling you to get out of town doesn't break my word to them because I didn't tell you anything else. But now, now you know, you know, you've seen them. And they're not going to let us come back from you seeing them. You said you found them. I found them. I did. I stumbled Where? on them by accident. Where? He, his eyes go up the peak a ways. He looks up higher and, and he looks back at you and he's like, I was just... I was I was just investigating the furthest range of my claim and seeing if there was any more that I could glean from it when I stumbled upon him. How many? There was too many. I, I don't remember. They. It's very confusing when you're there and you're amongst them and all the the sound and the lights and I couldn't. I told you I couldn't move. I was I was frozen where I stood while they talked into my head. And then. I woke up and I was back in my bed in my shack. How much time do we have? I, I don't I don't know for sure, but from everything that I know, it seems like it's moving pretty quick for whatever they plan to do. And the deal you made with them once the uh, once the town was out of time, so to speak, what was going to be your end of it? What you just rain over a bunch of corpses? Sole survivor. I mean, they they kept giving me gold and telling me to come down and and come to town and act like my claim was was much better off than it went than it was. And I was supposed to was supposed to stir doubt between the other prospectors and and get them to fight amongst themselves and and stir up trouble and make rumors about the western side of the creek so that no one else would would try to find any gold on the western side of the creek. I was supposed to keep everyone away so that they could go about their business. So you said they could get in your mind and see, read your thoughts, all that stuff? They were in my head, yes. But you just said you were going to lie to them about the Sasquatch. So wouldn't they just probe your little noggin there and find out the truth? So they don't care so much. The Sasquatch and them, they've been fighting since the Sasquatch got away. And they see him mostly as an annoyance because they didn't stick around and do what they wanted them to do when they brought him here. Well, the, the demons up. brought Sasquatch here? They, they're like, um, they enslaved them where they're from. So they brought them here to do some kind of work for them, but the Sasquatch, they escaped. And they, they have run off into the hills and made their own community. And they've been working against these creatures. But... They seem mostly more of an annoyance to them than anything at the moment, as far as I can tell. Right now, I think they're more concerned about getting rid of the people in town, and then they were going to worry about collecting the Sasquatch that got away. 
So then why didn't that big fella who was around here come out and help us? I don't know. I was worried that he was going to come and, and, and kill me because I've been helping the people that kept them captive for so long. When you said that he was out there, I thought I thought I should get, make make haste for tell him that the the Sasquatch get close again. Generally, the Sasquatch have been holing up across the creek in the southern part near Brick Brick Peak. Okay. So basically, we leave you here to maybe die by either Sasquatch or whatever the hail those bug things were who may or may not then know we were here and talking to you or we take you to town and they come to town and kill everybody then I mean I, that's why I, I think you should go back pack your things and just get out of Paul Heaton now it's the best thing for y'all just don't tell a lot of people if you can help it because if there's a panic they may be watching so what you're saying is we shouldn't go up the mountain and get the body of that thing and bring it back to the dock. I can't guarantee that there ain't more of them up there. But they ain't watching us right now. You don't even know. You said they, uh, they've been giving you gold. They've been spoon-feeding you gold to yes, parade sir. around like you've been doing well for yourself? Yes, they... they... They do. They they give me a, a handful of gold nuggets every every couple of weeks, and and I'm supposed to put it off as that that's part of my claim, paying out. Where might you say that gold comes from? Um, I think that they're I think that they're digging it up themselves, along with whatever else they're digging up in the mountains. Where they're all holed up. Hmm. There. When I found them, I swore that I found somebody digging on my claim, and that's why I got as close as I did, and then. They came out of the holes in the ground, and they surrounded me. Well, <clears throat> if y'all may, I have a uh, an idea that might be uh, beneficial in multiple ways. Uh, Jed, there, I, I assume you have some uh, mining equipment back at your uh, place of residence, uh, explosives, any kind of anything like that to help look you for uh, some some of your own gold. I, I, I do have some some uh, dynamite and and uh, some other equi digging equipment, yes. So I'm not real sure what that thing was, but I know that most critters, they don't like fire. <clears throat> so what I say we do, is we have this fella here show us where they're all holed up at and just go lob some dynamite into where they're at, blow them to hell and back, and then collect whatever gold they got up there get rid of the bugs and we all come down the hill pretty rich well uh, greed's a sin I, I don't know about uh i will that. gladly take your share padre i do not want you shouldering any kind of burden like that i i completely understand and i would be happy to take your share uh well delilah will respond to all of this and she'll say so is lust and she'll plant a kiss on jed in front of the preacher man <laughs> Alright. Right. Jed, Jed uh kinda like his eyes go wide for a minute and, and he seems uh almost frozen in surprise. And and then when you finish he looks at you and he goes, Oh Delilah, Delilah what was that for? I wanted your 
potential last memory of me to be one of of happiness as opposed to terror. Oh, I don't I don't want it to be my last memory of you, Delilah. Maybe maybe we should just all try to make a run for it. Just just get the hell out of here and, and hope that whatever they have planned, they don't follow us any further. And what's the likelihood of that? If they're gonna destroy this town, they're gonna go and find another town. I'm not going anywhere. We're gonna deal with this head on. Or it's going to be the last thing I do. Or try to do. Uh, are you, are you st- he just kind of looks at you uh, and he's kind of stuttering over his words. Um, make me a persuasion roll with a bonus die for the wonderful oh. kiss you planted on him. Is that the grayed out one? Yes. yes. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. So he boom. He stands looking at you and he looks up back at the at the peak and he looks back at you and he says Delilah, I figure I'm I'm a dead man either way, but maybe I can redeem myself a little if I if I stand by you and your and your friends you brought. If if you're gonna go and and try to stop them, then maybe she's I should maybe stop. I should. Uh... She's gonna stop him from talking again, and she'll just kiss him one more time. Jed will stop talking, and this time he uh, leans in and he kisses her back. Now that is a tender, tender moment right there. Where is your dynamite at? <laughs> he, he comes up for air and he sort of is like, and he looks over and he's like, oh, and fixes his hat. And he, uh, he says, uh, I got it. I got it stored in my, in my, in my shack down below. I got, I got it safely set aside and packed in a little shed kind of off to the side in the back. See, it's a solid plan. My concern is I shot that son of a bitch right in the chest and the bullet just bounced right off of him. How do we know dynamite's going to do what we expect it's going to do? Well, the boom is a lot bigger. So, I mean, math. Delilah's just going to look at Hudson for a minute and be like, I feel like now that we've met one of these things, if everything that Jed said is to believe, be believed, and I do believe it is to be believed, we're screwed either way. What do, yeah. what do we got to lose at this point? I just kind of feel like we're going to chuck a rock at a big old hornet's nest, and we don't know what's all going to come out. I mean, that's fair. Have fun, Lucas! <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I, hearing what Jed said about them Sasquatch not being friends with them, I was actually at a plan of my own. We might get their help. Maybe. Or... Sasquatch uprising! If they don't want to help, they may be able to tell us a little more info. Uh, Maybe. If they, they look kind of smart. They look like men, just a bit more primitive. I have to talk to one. I, I have to use my um, feminine wiles to talk to a wild man. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That could go all kinds of wrong. 
Plan B for that would be, of course, you know, I think the uh, the dynamite would probably blow up Sasquatch if it went south too. So I think we definitely need to include dynamite in whatever we decide to do. That that's fair. I, I suppose so. Uh, it'd be helpful, I guess. Uh, so we bring in this one with us, and he's going to point at Jed. He said he would stand by our side to fight against them. So yes, I'll I'll stand with you, Delilah. I'll protect. I'll be the one to protect you this time. Ah. Um, <laughs> I, she doesn't laugh out loud. Um, that that was that was Brooke. Um, I I don't think it hurts to have another among our numbers to fight against whatever we're going to fight against. I mean, that's fair, but technically I got to arrest him at some Te point. Just throwing that out there. Technically, if we all dead, it ain't going to matter if you arrest him. Well, God will judge us saying, all in the end, deputy. I'm just saying arresting's going to have to happen at some point. Well, technically, he's in custody. He's in your custody right now. That's true. Does he have to go back in handcuffs? He looks what? from each of you. I say no handcuffs. I, I thought we weren't going back. Are we going back to town again? No. I thought we were going to talk to the Squatches. No, we're going to talk to the Squatches. Synchronize the Squatches. We'll talk about the Squatches. That is the plan. Right. Well, Jed, if you try and run, I will shoot you. I, I promise, Deputy. I, I'm not going to try to run. Uh, unless y'all are running first, and then I'm definitely going to run too, because I don't want to be anywhere near something that y'all are running from also. That's fair, but I'm saying if you try and run away from me, I think pretty sure I'm required to shoot you. Well, I, what, if, what if I only I promise to run away from you if something big is eating you first? <laughs> now, why would you say something like that? I, I don't know. I'm trying to get the specifics of this deal. Like, I'm not very good at making deals. The last deal I made got me working for some people who are not people. Just don't yeah. try and run. Jed, I think if he's being by a monster, he's probably not going to have the wherewithal to shoot you anyway. Well, that's why I figure that at that point it's okay for me to run away from him. I think we'll all be running at that point. All right. So in, in agreement, if he's being eaten by a big monster... Why am I keep getting eaten? <laughs> You're the biggest one here. You are a really large target, Deputy. So, if they see you... You're going to be the most tastiest looking one out of all of us, I, I must say. You know... They're not wrong. I mean, honestly, Deputy, if, if I had been of a mind to shoot at the, at the group of you, if I'd known you were coming, you would be the first one I take down. You are the most intimidating figure physically. I mean, you don't oh. go to the butcher and say, I want the smallest steak you have. You know... You go... <laughs> Tell them you want the the biggest steak they got. You know I, they don't. I think I think deputy sir that you are what I've heard some women refer to as a tall drink of water. Hey, only my wife can call me that. Well, and she and she is a lovely woman. I've seen her about town. She's a very nice hey, person. Hey, she's you watch no, your mouth she, about she, her. You watch your mouth about her. I'm not speaking bad about her. I just mean that she's a, a very kind woman, and she's always been very polite to me when I have passed by and said hello. What do you mean by polite? Well, she says hello back. Most people just oh. kind of give me a roll of the eyes and keep walking. Yeah, well, you keep your eyes to yourself around her. I'll, I'll promise to keep my eyes on the, on, on the dirt and the manure next time. 
Good. Alright. Well, let's, like, go forward with whatever our plan is so that there is a next time that he can stare at the dirt and manure. Please yeah. thank you. He looks around and he goes, uh, what was the plan again? <laughs> We're gonna go back dynamite. to the pack, get the dynamite to carry it with us. Okay. Go see the squatches. Okay. You can help us or give us info. Okay. And then we go from there. Hmm. Squatch oh. uprising. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, I have to tell you, I'm terrified of them too. I. So. And, can, it'd be easier if you told us what you weren't terrified of. <laughs> I was about to point. say the same thing. I what mean, aren't you terrified of? I mean, at this point, I'm I'm pretty much terrified of everything to do with being in the hills, but I, you know, don't have much choice but to be anywhere else. Okay. All right. Because I was, I was, you know, when I said about the ghost before, the ghost is the least scary thing out here. Wait, the ghost is actually the ghost real. Ghost is real. I mean, yeah, you didn't, you didn't. Are y'all that... surprised at this point? The ghost no. is real. No, I suppose not. But I always discounted Jack's story because do you know how many hundreds of times I've heard that story at this point? <clears throat> no, I've heard it. I've heard the story from from many a person who's been up in these hills. And they see the ghost, and if they see the ghost. Their luck turns sour pretty quick. Jack's a lucky man that his didn't go the same way. Like, I know someone who said he saw the ghost, and the next day, somebody found him at the bottom of a cliff dead. That was probably just Jack threw him off the cliff. I mean, it might have been Pharaoh, actually. Well, yeah, speaking Whoa! of Pharaoh, what Lucas was that? took care of that problem. <clears throat> he ain't dead. What, what, Pharaoh? Pharaoh? I, I was just putting Pharaoh out of commission, because he was getting too close for comfort of my, uh, the, 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 them flying creatures. Well, you tried to put him out of commission. He tried to kill Jerry. I, I'm sorry, Jerry. I didn't mean for him to try to kill you. I just, I, I just thought that, that, that he'd just go a little bit crazy and run around and, and, uh, Jack would, would put him off his payroll because he was too much out of his mind. Well, now he's gonna probably lose a leg. So. Well, I mean, I guess I guess it worked though because if he doesn't have a leg, he won't be pawing around people's uh, claims anymore. It'll be hard enough for him to get around town with one leg. Well, I warned him first. I told him to calm down. Oh, according according to those creatures, uh, he he'd probably be out of his mind for for at least a day. Like he he wouldn't have understood or made sense of anything you told him. These creatures have a name. Creatures are gonna call them bug people. I don't know. They 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 never told me what what they were. They didn't want to get too uh too specific. But they're they're very dangerous. We're, I mean, I don't know that I don't know that we'll be able to stop them. But maybe with with the the Sasquatches, I don't know. Sasquatches and the power of God. Oh. Or just sheer Hudson just looks away as Jerry says that. Sancho circles, and Jerry, like, says it and gets turned around backward, and Sancho comes back around. He kind of <laughs> leans over and chews at Jeremiah's boot, and then goes back to eating his grass. Lucas, I think you were right about that donkey. To each his own, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not one to impose religion on any creature. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if uh, if we're gonna 
I don't think we should stay anywhere near here tonight because they might come back looking for me. If we're gonna go, it's a, uh, you know, probably another few hours ride to get out toward Brick Peak. Um, All right. How, what time of day is it at this point? So it was afternoon when you guys were all in the bar, and then it took you probably about three and a half hours to get out this way. So now it's it's probably uh, close to dinner time, probably uh, maybe like 4.30 going on 5 o'clock in the evening. So it's starting to get dark? It is starting to get dark because it is September, so the, the sun still stays out probably till about 7-ish, 7.30, but it's starting to get dark a little earlier. So we're definitely not making it to Brick Peak by nightfall. Uh, looking uh, at where you are, and um, Jed can tell you that it's probably another ten miles or so. You de- you think that you won't reach it before it does get dark? Mm. We can at least make progress, so we're not as close to. I- I'm not saying we shouldn't. I just wanted to be prepared for the inevitabilities of camping outside. Yeah. And she's not really thrilled. You saw her loading bedrolls and stuff onto the saddle and whatever, but... Mm. Aw, come on, Delilah. You don't like sleeping under the stars? Uh, you know, uh... Heading that way, uh... We we could maybe, uh, see if the the Owens will put us up at their, uh... Their silver mine for the night instead of having to camp out outside of being, uh, left in the in the in the you know out so that things can find us maybe we can get a roof over our heads um i haven't i haven't seen the owens boys in a in a couple weeks but they must just be busy mining their uh i forgot about them they're the missing folk what jack asked me to check in on them what (laughs) well conveniently i guess we can kill two bugs with one stone (laughs) what do you mean they're the missing folk i mean i I mean i've missed them in town a couple times, but I don't come down more than once or twice every other week. Well, apparently it's been quite a few weeks since anyone's seen them. <gasps> oh, no. That makes me <laughs> nervous. Yeah. I mean, we should, we should, we should, we should, it, we, we, we could pass within a, we could pass close enough within there to, to check on the boys. I mean, they're, they're pretty good boys for the most part. I don't think they'd mind if we borrowed their roof if they're not around. It's true. All right. It's official. And if they're not around, they aren't going to know. All right. So Jed says, well, let's go. Let's let's get out of here. Let's go back and get get my my things and get my horse. And and then we'll uh, we can head in that direction. We should be able to make the Owens site before nightfall sets in. If we if we make haste, but we better go now. Let's go. All right. So you guys head back down the slope, and uh, he quickly shows you on the other side of the house from where you guys were looking at the Sasquatch. Um, there is a small kind of out house and a and a shed. He collects up some dynamite and things that are in there, and he has a decent amount. Of that kind of stuff. He's got a couple of pickaxes that he can give you to bring along and things like that. And um, he kind of loads up his horse and looks around at his sh- little shack and he's like, oh, wait, one second. And he uh, goes inside and he climbs up on the bed 
and he reaches up kind of underneath the, the eave of the thatched roof that he's put on and he pulls out a little bag and he uh, he walks over and he hands it to you, Delilah. And okay. she'll open the bag. Inside the bag, you will find $1,100 worth of gold. What? And he says, uh, I want you to have this, Delilah. If things go bad, you get yourself away and you go start a new life somewhere and you take good care of yourself. Uh, uh, and Delilah's not usually one to be speechless. Um, but she's going to put the gold back in the pouch and squirrel that away somewhere and... And she's going to run. <laughs> Peace! <laughs> Deuces! I'm not going to be here for the rest of forever. It's like, no. hmm, maybe leaving was a good idea. <laughs> you know, why didn't you give me this gold to begin with, Chad? <laughs> well, you know, we were up on the hill and I, uh, I didn't think about handing it to you until now. I actually forgot I had stowed that all away. Uh, making a note of this I think that's a treasured possession <laughs> although I guess quite literally it is treasure treasure yeah alright so once you collect everything and you mount up on your horses Jed mm. says I can I, I'll, I'll lead the way I've been over to the Owens boys uh, silver mine a handful of times over the years uh, just to pay a visit and say my hellos and see how they're doing. And, uh, he says, Calliope and I will, uh, we know the way, all right. So, you all head off. Um, everybody just make me some ride checks again to see um, how well you do oh, riding. Oh, great. This is our favorite, favorite thing. The best thing in the whole campaign. Why? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I'm so close. Always Lucas. Let's if see. I had known riding was going to be so dang important, I would have done oh, things differently. I sent a 50. I would at least pass one of them. I've got 25. You'd think that would mean I'd have a one in four chance, but I don't think I succeeded on any of them until I used luck. Um. So you guys head out. Um. Did I do much better? No. And and it's just. You're you're more slow going than than you he hoped to be. Um, you kind of the, the the mule kind of slows everybody down a little bit, but then everybody's uh, experience with uh, what just happened and everything, you're all maybe a little more on edge, kind of watching, looking for anything that may be following you or keeping an eye on you. Um, and it is uh, just after dark as you kind of. Uh, come to a, a spot it's it's sort of uh toward the bottom of brick peak and uh you all know it's known as uh, sullivan's gap and you've heard that the owens boys uh they've got their mine hidden up here so jed quickly finds this this sort of trail that kind of goes up and into the area and you kind of come up over a rise and you can see that there is a uh, a gate that's been built across the path here but jed kind of pulls calliope up short and he looks toward the gate and he looks back at all of you because the gate is standing open and he kind of looks at you with a look a very concerned look and says uh it ain't like those boys to keep that gate open they don't like unannounced visitors coming in 
and only they have keys. And I think we'll stop there for this week. Ah! <laughs> no! They did. Uh-oh. So full disclosure, that whole confessing romance with Jed thing was something I decided in the spur of the moment. Hey, man. It works. That's but some of the best stuff. Some of my favorite gaming moments have come from spur of the moment decisions. Like, he was always going, like, I had decided he was going to be her favorite. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I mean, now you just gave Jeanette fuel to kill him. That's true. <laughs> I'm not that evil, Jamie and Dylan. You made me die in my son's arms. That was the, I, still, I still claim that was the dice, gentlemen. That was she didn't dice. kill Bonaparte, though. Nope. She could have. She almost did. She almost did. So that just means that Sancho, Boss, Sable, uh, Jed the Horse, and uh, Calliope <laughs> may all make it out of this adventure in one yeah. piece. Yeah, I noticed when we were listing the names, you started writing them all down. I'm like, oh, well, Sable's dead. I need to know these things. They're important. So, uh, but yes, that is where we will stop tonight. 